Welcome to the Anxiety Slayer podcast. I'm Shan Vanderleek, and today I'm speaking with author and emotional detox coach, Sherrianna Boyle. Sherrianna is the creator of the Cleanse Method and the author of 10 books, including the recently released Energy in Action, a contemporary take on manifesting based on processing our emotions within the context of metaphysical truths to create a full life. I'm so thrilled to get to speak with Sherrianna again. We first talked back in 2018 when we were discussing another one of her wonderful books. Welcome to Anxiety Slayer, Sherrianna. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. I love what the work that you put out and this and the support that you give everyone. It's just, I'm a big fan of your show. Oh, thank you. And we're a big fan of your work as well. You are such a prolific writer. And Energy in Action is a phenomenal book. I'm really excited that you are talking about the power of emotions and intuition and how to cultivate peace and freedom and all of the ways that you bring people to this place of understanding through your cleanse system and all of the other pieces and and parts that you are sharing in this book. Where would you like to begin today in conversation about energy in action? Yeah, it is. It's quite different. Perhaps you noticed that the way yes, that it yes. a, a, approaches and we could easily weave this into anxiety because when this book, just so your listeners know, it's a book about emotions and it has the cleanse system that you mentioned earlier. And when we talk about the cleanse system, just so everyone knows, we're talking about the process. So emotional detox is the foundation. And then the process I developed is cleanse, which is an acronym. And that stands for seven mindful steps to teach people how to process their emotion in less than 10 minutes. How energy and action came to be is I really started studying the spiritual laws of the universe. And in my opinion, after studying them extensively, I believe that they really teach us about emotions and they teach us how to move our emotions. And they also, I think they can teach us about anxiety because the way that I define anxiety, and this came about from my book, Emotional Detox for Anxiety. So I wrote a separate book on that. I define anxiety as an emotion looking to be processed, but can't because we won't let it. I'd love for you to dig deeper into how the universe responds to our emotional states and then what we can do about it, how we, how we can work with the universe, how we can work to change things up, not in the traditional way of, of manifesting, <laughs> of affirmations, et cetera, but from this place of really harnessing the understanding. I think the spiritual laws are a great place to start if, if someone's interested and in looking at it from this lens, this angle in terms of what we can learn, because a lot of the teachings around the spiritual laws came from, well, what we were taught were to focus on our thoughts, focus on your thoughts, change your thoughts, and then you change what you attract into your life, right? Mm -hmm. And here's the thing, you and I work a lot with people with anxiety and telling someone with anxiety to focus on their thoughts <laughs> can, be a, can be a slippery slope. It sure can, because that... In many cases, that's the last thing 
that they want to do. Yes. And they can also get themselves in a bit of a tizzy because God forbid we have a negative thought or a Mm -hmm. fearful thought. And then we put this pressure on ourselves like, oh no, am I Am I going to create that? Is that going to come true? Or did I just make things worse? And they just become in this cycle. So when we study the spiritual laws, and I've written them all out in energy and action, there's 13 spiritual laws, and then there's emotional processes. So there's emotional cleanses in there to help you get to know these laws from from a state of feeling. It's kind of like looking into a vacation and you're studying where you're going to go and what it's going to be like but then it's a whole different ball game when you actually go to that place you mm-hmm. have all different sensations so it's kind of like that you can study something but then when you take it and you apply it and you feel it and you get to know the energy of it that's a whole different level and for me that's really when i started to understand how these laws are there to support us. So the spiritual laws are based on principles and they're based on principles they call truths. And they've been around for thousands of years, just like just like yoga, just like mindfulness. And they weren't based on any kind of religion. They were not intended to be put under any kind of religion because I think it was kind of brilliant. Some of the, the individuals that created these laws They didn't want it to be in one category because they didn't want ego to get in. So, for example, if we take the spiritual law of detachment, we've all, some of your listeners might be familiar with that. A lot of people are familiar with the spiritual law of attraction. And again, we are trained or we were told, okay, focus on changing your thoughts and this and that. But what I have discovered through cleanse, so through the system of emotional processing, is that when you take time to process your emotions, what ends up happening is your thoughts get changed automatically. Give me an example of that. Well, you may have a thought that you may be wanting to perhaps feel a little bit more positive or something, or maybe you're feeling a, a bit negative or you're Let's talk about self doubt. How about that? Because that comes up. Yeah, for a that's lot a good of one. Sure, sure. Yeah, the self doubt. So they say, oh, I have a lot of self doubt, or perhaps I, I don't have a lot of confidence in myself, and that seems to create anxiety for me because I I hesitate or I second guess myself, or it leads to me putting myself down or self criticism and self judgment. So I'm going to really try to change my thoughts. I'm going to say positive things and. I'm going to say them every day. I'm going to really work on it. I'm not saying this isn't going to work for people because there are a lot of research where on affirmations and things like that. But there's another way to go here. What you could do is you could go into, the, and again, I laid out the steps of cleanse, and you can choose to say, you know, I'm having a lot of self-doubt. Let me take a moment to process what's coming up for me. And you can look at it as the thoughts are really a symptom of an unprocessed emotion. And so I'm going to give myself, I'm I'm going to notice that about myself and say, okay, a lot of self-doubt. Let me take a second to process what I feel. And I'm going to sit down and my intention is to move through a cleanse. Now, the cleanse is, the C is called clear reactivity. That's where you learn how to get into your body, how to be a little bit more in the present moment and how to make your 
body feels safe. So that's what that step one is about, clear reactivity. The second step of cleanse is look inward. And again, this is all an energy and action. Look inward is about learning how to identify what you feel without going into the stories and the narratives. And then the third step is about that really gets you into, okay, now we're going to we're going to add energy to the process because very often thinking is a sign of sluggish, low energy because our emotions are energy in motion. They are vibration in motion. And so we have to add energy in. It's like your car. When it starts to act funny, then first thing you think you look at is, okay, the gas, whatever. So we want to add energy. Now we have energy in the body. We're in the third step, which is called emit. Now we go into the activate, which is the A in the cleanse. And now, now we can start to move. And here's where the spiritual laws really can kind of kick in is we start to go into that creative process because we have energy. It's like anything. When you're not depleted or anxious, your creative flow increases, your ability to let things flow through you, be creative come up with ideas. So now you're in that activate and then you go into nourish because I want to encourage people. A lot of people, they feel better, but they don't anchor it. So we feel better after a yoga class, but it doesn't last. And that is what that nourishing step does. It teaches people how to really, it's almost like grounding it in the body. And then the S is surrender. And now you're ready and surrender to affirm. Now you're ready perhaps some for some affirmations. And I give specific ways that I do affirmations. And then the E is called ease. And that's where you land in that I am space, which is in accordance with the spiritual law of oneness. The spiritual, I mean, that's really the law I start with in energy and action, that at the core of it all, we are one. And when we're when we're separate from each other or we're separate from ourselves, that's when anxiety and suffering and fear kicks in. The cleanse system is so powerful. The way that you just break it down so succinctly and and you can just kind of work the problem, work the issue, whatever it is that's coming up for you and just continue to revisit that system and see that you really can move energy just by moving through the system. Absolutely. And you can align yourself with these laws because when we feel separate from them, when we feel like they're bigger than we are, they're not bigger than we are. They're just a reflection. They're just a guidance system for who we are. And we're infinite. We're, we're energy. We have incredible abilities and power, internal power, not when I talk about external power. So the more you work with them, it's like anything else. It doesn't seem like it's something outside of you. You get to know it as an experience inside of you and you become, what I say, in alignment with the spiritual laws. Now you're set up for manifesting. At least in my experience, instead of focusing on my thoughts, what do I want to manifest? Instead, I cultivate the inner space that I choose to manifest from. And so in other words, I can manifest from an inner space of fear or lack or anxiety or I can choose to manifest from an inner space of love and calm and oneness. While so many of these emotional habits that we have can seem challenging to change, 
when you follow the process, when you read energy in action, you really do discover that the laws of the universe are with you every step of the way, supporting you in your changing, in your growth, in your finding a more peaceful place, a, a more joyful place to enjoy yourself and enjoy your life instead of being so fixated on what might be going wrong or what doesn't feel good. Absolutely. And I think that the difference between energy and action and the emotional detox book series is, well, number one, it's the spiritual laws, focus on the manifesting piece. But the third piece was, and this really came from my internal guidance is it, it really teaches you I don't know if you noticed, Shan, but there was a there's a lot of light in this book. Mm-hmm. When we go to that activate, that space where I said, okay, now you're now you're in the space where you're you're moving from low energy, anxiety, fear. Now you're increasing energy. Well, within that space, there is what I teach people is about how to use what's called the rays of light. Now, again, the rays of light have been around for thousands of years. This is nothing new. And what it is, is they're not color. It's called rays of light. There's a difference. And the difference is color is measurable. Color has vibrationally, we can measure it in certain ways. That's how we come up with it. But the rays of life are infinite in nature. And what it is, is that they carry energy and they carry qualities. So for example, there's the law of correspondence and the guidance I received about the the law of correspondence is that's a law that reminds us that a lot of what we see happening outside of us. So if we see chaos and fear and anything that is negative in nature, the law does remind us that what's happening outside of us is happening inside of us, mm. the law of correspondence. So you have a choice. You can either focus on the outside and, and get upset about it, or you can go inside and through these rays of light. And for that one, I put the blue ray of light and the blue ray of light is all carries the vibrational qualities of true power. Because a lot of what we see on the outside, we're seeing an illusion of power. Mm, So true. So when you bring in the blue light, you're bringing in true, authentic power. You're bringing in trust and you're bringing in true faith. And the more you take in these rays of light, it's like a download, like a computer file. And at first you might be like, this is a little weird. Totally fine, <laughs> what are you right? talking about, Shariana? What are you talking <laughs> right, about? These right. rays of light, <laughs> but but it it's light, just like you would imagine white. And so you just go through the system. And for me, I, like I'm talking about them now, so I can actually feel the energy kicking in. And I'm starting to feel like I want to slow down my speech because my va- my vibrations getting higher. It comes in and it just gives you the nourishment that you need. Because a lot of us, again, when we get anxious or depleted, it's not always about getting rid of something, folks, because we tend Mm. to go to, what can I get rid of in my life? I'm anxious. (laughs) right? What emotion can I get rid of? No, that's not, we don't get rid of emotions. We get rid of reactions. Right. And we, so the emotions can blossom. 
so they can bloom because they're incredibly powerful. So, I mean, if you notice anytime someone isn't allowed to feel what they feel, they feel small, they feel weak, they feel powerless. Mm. As soon as you're allowed to feel what you feel, you gain power. But how that happens does matter. We don't want to rerun stories and narratives and we don't want to misuse. It is like a special power, these feelings. And yeah, it's kind of like having a special power and you got to learn how to use it properly. Yeah, because if you don't learn how to use it properly, you can get really caught up in energy that doesn't even belong to you, the collective unconsciousness, for instance, or if you are still a person who takes in the news daily or pays attention to politics and what's going on right now, you can see people get lost in that. And you can see there's such a difference, at least I'm noticing, of people who give themselves a wide berth and don't spend a lot of time taking in all of that information, and then those who are glued to it. And the ones who give themselves more spaciousness, they seem to be happier. They seem to look at, at the world through a more joyful lens than those who don't, who are embroiled in all of the doom and gloom and destruction and what's next and how is this going to fall apart and blah, blah, blah. And I say it like that because it drives it drives me crazy. It's like, no, no, it doesn't have to be that way. <laughs> you don't have to be immersed in that narrative. It, it, it doesn't have to be true for you. I mean, it what doesn't. you're watching on TV is just, a, it's just patterns. It's just a bunch of patterns. It doesn't work. I mean, I would love if these politicians would just read energy in action and start to... <laughs> Tapping in and bringing light in and manifesting that way. If you really mean, if you really mean what you say and you really want what you want, then how about you go you go to your higher self and do it that way? Because the the way that it's happening now is just it's just recycling the same thing and different in a different way. So talk about the spiritual law of detachment, detaching mm. from outcome. It just doesn't it doesn't match what the way that we do things. So, I mean, things are looking to change. People do want things to be led differently, to feel differently. And, you know, freedom is a birthright. We all have a right to, to be free, to, to grow, to contribute, to have purpose here. And so, yeah, I I think the more it's going to happen more from folks like you and I, and your listeners we're the ones that are making the change. We're the ones doing it. Like take your eye off the, I always say, take your eye off the noisy ones <laughs> and, <laughs> right? and, and, and put, put your attention on the, the quieter ones because they're the powerful ones. You know, the ones that are going into meditation and really committed to doing things from a place of harmony. So again, it's all about cultivating what kind of space do I want to create from that's first. It's like a kitchen where you're going to go cook something. Do you want to cook something in a dirty kitchen with stuff everywhere and can't find anything and it's everything's broken? And no, I want it want to have the clean space. It makes a big difference. So it's kind of like that, but you're doing that internally. Absolutely. Over Labor Day weekend, we had a three-day garage sale, estate sale that we planned for, for several months. And it felt so good to move 
these items out of our home, to move the energy, to clear the spaces, to even find some things that you hadn't that you didn't remember you had and the memories that would come up and just that whole bit of cleansing and releasing and then watching the faces of the people who were finding a treasure. I think of this little girl, Lydia, who I said, if you, you know, you can fill up a paper bag with as many stuffed animals as it will fit for $10. And her eyes got really big. (laughs) (laughs) And she stopped about three quarters of the way through and she said, this is enough. I have, I have what I want. And then she gave me a dollar tip and it was just, anyway, I'm, I'm digressing, but this whole experience of moving the energy and letting go of, of material items and also what comes up and what you can release through that as well. Well, that, that is the law of correspondence that again, that is what's happening outside of you is happening inside of you. So there's another way to look at it and say, that because this garage sale came to be from the fact that the inside of you, you must be clearing. It must be a reflection of what the work that you've done, Shan, in terms of clearing reactivity or clearing any clutter or negativity. And now here you are and you're creating a garage sale. So that's something. The law, the law of correspondence to say, okay, well, here you go. Here's a sign. This right. is happening inside of you. Here, you've got the reflection. You're letting go. How beautiful is that? I love it. And, and take it in. You're coming into your true power again, corresponding with the blue ray of light. Mm-hmm. Take it in. Now you have more room to take in these high vibrationals, and they're all connected to these rays are connected to what. Well, what I call source or God or creator, whatever you're comfortable with, but just think of them that way. They come, there's no, when they talked about the spiritual laws and they talked about the rays of light, what I love that they have in common is they wanted to keep them pure. Nothing, you know, unlike a lot of things that happen in our society and that you know, they get tainted, you know, Mm. even the yoga, yoga world has gotten sort of tainted, but the spiritual laws are tried and true. They, they want them to be pure and sacred. And same thing with the rays, like they're untouchable. Nobody can own them. Nobody can mess with them. They're just pure from source energy. When I think of that blue light, I, I always think of Archangel Michael, who Mm. is an angel that that I work with a lot, that blue light and the power and potency and protection mm-hmm. and all of the the things that come with it. And I realize for some people listening in, you might be completely like, what is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> but I assure you, it's all good. Sherryanna and I are just kind of into all kinds of interesting things, metaphysically and spiritually, and, and light is a big part of that. When you read this book, when you read Energy in Action, you'll get a much better understanding of of why we're excited about it and how these tools can really help you align your emotional energy. You can heal yourself. That's the beautiful part. You really can. You can heal any trauma in your body. I mean, this is science is proving it more and more. I've been, I just got off of several weeks of really looking into the data and looking into the science. And you know, we're coming into a time where some of this woo-woo stuff, you're going to see more and more 
science and research substantiating it. And they mm-hmm. used to call it sort of like the placebo effect. Oh, it must be the placebo effect kind of thing. <laughs> and now they're doing studies on the placebo effect and they're realizing, okay, wait, there's more to this. I think if it's it's something that's really at some point in the years to come is going to be very quote unquote normal for people. And it's so and it's so fun to watch it when it does become normalized. That makes me think of the study that I can't tell you who did it. It was many years ago. Um, these scientists were studying the brains of monks who meditate often. Oh yes, yes, and, yeah. And how their brains were different than somebody who doesn't and the different places in their brains that would be activated or or not. And this proof that meditation really is this potent gift that you give yourself if you just would allow yourself to practice. I took cleanse to a team of researchers at one point. I got myself through the door. Not sure how that happened, but I Mm -hmm. did. And it was the receptionist. I said to her, I'd really like to present this because I'd love to get studies on it. And she said, well, you could take me through a cleanse and then that will determine if you get through the door. Okay. So I took her through, she actually had quite a bit of knowledge and she had all these fancy terms. Oh, okay. That just happened. And that just happened. And she's kind of analyzing it. And she's like, this was amazing. And She brought it to the team and they had scheduled me to come. And then, and then somehow the whole thing fell apart. It just sort of got canceled and for whatever reason, let it go, let it go. But it was, it was just interesting to me. It was like, wow, that was interesting to get her feedback and to hear her use that kind of terminology. She's like, this is happening in my brain now. And now this is, oh, and that, and I was like, I don't know what you're saying, lady. (laughs) <laughs> but, but, but I'm glad, enough. but I'm glad it's working for you. <laughs> I have no idea. So um, yeah. it, it was close. Maybe it'll happen at some point. I'm going to leave that up to, you know, I've, right now it's just about, again, I really believe it's going to be regular folks that are going to, the more we use it, the more we talk about it, it's like anything people will we're going to be the ones to make changes on the bigger level. Not, not the, not the head honchos. Right. I agree. I agree. As we wrap up today, where would you like to guide us in in the last couple minutes of our conversation? Is there a place in the book that you think would be most supportive for our listeners who are suffering with generalized anxiety or those who are just really facing that that place of of fear of when the next attack is going to happen or how they might be able to use any part of this beautiful Mm. book to help them. So let me just pause here for a moment and just kind of check in. So if everybody wants to just kind of, I like to just take a moment and see what I'm sensing and feeling. So I'm going to tune into what you're saying, folks that perhaps have challenges with panic attacks and see. So I'm actually just kind of relaxing my body. If everybody wants to relax your body, maybe even just take your right ear to your right shoulder for a moment, give your neck a stretch, and then bring your head back to center. Take a pause in the middle here before you go to the other side. Always make sure you take a little pause and then 
left ear to left shoulder, eyes are down towards the ground. You don't want to look up when you're stretching your neck. You kind of want to have your gaze move downward. That'll help you to ground your energy just where you put your gaze. So that's the first thing I want to tell people with panic is watch where you're putting your eyes. They Sometimes they can get a little stuck along the horizon and you're not even really seeing anything. You're just freezing the energy when you do that. So just you know, sometimes you could take little tilts and movements and just bring your gaze down to the floor, just as a little reminder to your body, just to start grounding the energy and then just get comfortable feeling. So how I feel in my body right now is, and, but don't answer it. We're so quick to answer those questions. You know, we're, we're so quick to having to label or identify and just give yourself permission to just how I feel in my body, and then just breathe. Take an inhale and an exhale. Yeah, and just sometimes when we have panic attacks, I think some one of the underbelly beliefs there perhaps could be that there is a fear of feeling because you had a negative experience with feeling. And so then that would makes sense if you try to control it or manage it or to have as little feeling as you possibly can. And if that's what what you're resonating with, then, then I have a lot of empathy and compassion for you and know that it would make perfect sense that you would that you would back off on even heading in that direction. It makes perfect sense, right? But at some point you're you're gonna have to start to feel again, because it's actually the lack of feeling that is contributing to it. So you can just take a breath and, and we're going to do a little hum together. And Shan, if you want to join me, because you have that beautiful voice uh, that you, you know, and we're all just going to do a little hum and just kind of let yourself release this, any fear of of feeling, fear of feeling. Okay. So we're going to do it through a beautiful hum. We're going to inhale and it's hum, 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 hum. And you'll notice Shannon and I are, our hum's pretty long. So let it, let it be drawn out as much as you can. And if you, you know, if it's short, that's okay too. No, no worries here. And just, just relax here. And as you're relaxing, just relax in a beautiful indigo ray, beautiful indigo ray of light, just like you're relaxing the sun and you're like, oh, this feels so good. I just feel this beautiful indigo ray, beautiful color, indigo color, and just take it in a little bit, right? Because what the indigo ray teaches us about is it, it, it can help us line up with what's called the law of polarity. Panic is actually the opposite of calm, right? It's like an extreme opposite. There's either calm or panic. And you're kind of way, when you go into panic, kind of way tipping the scale a bit in one direction. And the law of polarity says, not a problem, not a problem. You can balance that out. But take in a beautiful indigo ray of light. Let it, let it assist you. Let it comfort you. Let it provide you with stability. It's a very stabilizing color and just allow it to come into your energy body, physical body. It's very healing, right? Just like the sun, very, very healing. And if you can't see it, not a big deal. 
And just breathe in and out, just allow it to stabilize you. And, and you may even see other colors come in, right? And just relax and receive because there's a bit of depletion here. You know, panic attacks, man, whew, it's like running a marathon. You lose so much energy when that happens. No wonder we get afraid. It's kind of like me in childbirth. Just I couldn't go back there again. No, that's okay. Take in even a little green right light right now, ray of, of green, which is heart. When we think of it in terms of chakras, heart energy, and just receive the green and you know, nourish yourself a little bit. Take a little light bath. Yeah. And just, just fill yourself up again, right? It's okay. You got depleted and more and more. You don't have to you don't have to think about feeling. You don't have to focus on feeling. You don't have to know what you're feeling. You just take in these colors. And guess what, my friends? You're feeling mm. just by allowing the colors, just by allowing the rays. You're feeling. And you're guess what? You're doing okay, right? That's awesome. Not so bad, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're feeling, we're doing all right. So you give yourself a little pat on the back, like, wow, I did it. Like, it's kind of like, it's over. Like, did you really prick my finger? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't feel anything. Yeah. Well, it's, it's just done. another, it's just another beautiful <laughs> example of, of a practice that really can help you cultivate more peace and calm yeah. and feeling yeah. and letting yourself feel it and letting yourself be washed in that light or washed in the humming just to really take it all in. Sherrianna, I'm so very grateful to you and all of the work that you've done and the books that you write and how you continue to make a difference. Thank you so much for carving out time to have this conversation with me today. Uh, thank you for having me. You can learn more about Sherrianna and her offerings at sherriannaboyle.com. And you can also get a copy of Energy in Action at Amazon and wherever books are sold. I highly recommend that you read this book.